0: By what authority are you doing these things? Good morning, Christian America. This is the antagonistic question that comes at Jesus in today's passage. The chief priests, the elders, want to question Jesus. They have the audacity to question Jesus' authority. They think that they have the intellectual ability to make Jesus look bad. They try to trap him into saying something or doing something. They try to make him look bad. They want to invalidate him in the eyes of his onlookers. Isn't that the very same type of mentality that we're living in today, that we're living through today, that we participate in today, this outrage culture, this cancel culture? that seeks to pin our beliefs into a corner and now we're forced or we try to force other people and most importantly sometimes we ourselves try to force god into a corner and we and then we're forced to denounce or renounce or retract or apologize to whoever for whatever that's injecting themselves into our lives that is putting us and pitting us against one another in this corner So let's talk about how Jesus handles this situation and follow his example and prepare ourselves when we are challenged and prepare ourselves to accept Jesus's authority and stop questioning it. And with all that, let's get right into it. Good morning, Christian America. Good morning, Christian America. Eddie here, as always, representing the Christian American T shirt company and the Christian American community. Coming to you today, as we come to you on every Friday during this podcast at the end of the week, with a portion of educational, thought provoking scripture in undiluted form, straight from the good book itself, verbatim, word for word. And it's very important that way. No one skews it. No one guides your idea of what's being said. We're gonna get a chance to see it. We're gonna get a chance to hear it. You're gonna get a chance to listen for yourself what scripture says. I'm gonna read it to you. I'm gonna show it to you. And then we'll discuss what preceded this passage, what we talked about last week. And for those of you uh, who are inclined to do so, you can go back to last week's Friday podcast, here on the Good Morning Christian America podcast. And listen to what we talked about to give you some insight as to what the process is as we go through the New Testament, as we go through the book of Matthew, what has led us to where we're at in this passage, what has led Jesus and his followers up until today's passage so you can understand the context, the larger context that's taking place in Jesus' ministry. And then we'll try to focus on the lessons that it provides us, that we can use to better inform us, to lead us, to guide us in our daily lives, to become better people, to become better Christians, to become more Christ-like in our very own actions. So let's start off with today's passage in the book of Matthew, chapter 21, verse 23, where Jesus's authority is questioned. Okay, starting at verse 23, it says, when Jesus entered the temple, The chief priests and the elders of the people came to him as he was teaching and said, By what authority are you teaching these things? Who gave you this authority? And Jesus answered them. I will also ask you one question. And if you answer it for me, then I will tell you by what authority I do these things. Did John's baptism come from heaven or was it of human origin? They discussed it amongst themselves. If we say from heaven, he will say to us, then why didn't you believe him? But if we say of human origin, we're afraid of the crowd because everyone considers John to be a prophet. So they answered Jesus, we don't know. And he said to them, neither will I tell you by what authority I do these things. Okay, so why does this story seem so true? Why does it seem so common? Because honestly, it's the same thing that happens here today. How many times do somebody that we know or that a conversation that we're involved in and somebody else jumps into the conversation uninvited and tries to start friction all too often. Now, I was going to give you Uh, As I was thinking about this podcast today, I was going to give you a whole laundry list of examples of people that you know, people that that you've seen that do this type of interaction, that inject themselves into your conversations to make you look bad, that try to detract from you and bring attention to themselves. I had a laundry list and a bunch of examples, but as I thought about it, it was false. And the reason it was false is because I was projecting that mentality. I was projecting that attitude on other people and and putting ourselves in the position regarding this story in Jesus's position. And that's not the truth. It's not necessarily the truth. The truth is that we are more likely to be those Pharisees we are more likely to be those elders in the community that are now injecting ourselves and questioning Jesus' authority because maybe we think that we know more. How many times are we the one that are coming in off the sideline to give our two cents, to bring attention to ourselves, to either tear down someone or either to lift up ourselves and we question what Jesus has for us. How many times are we putting our nose where it doesn't belong, and and someone else's business, being judgmental, judging others, and more importantly than all of that, when we're the ones that are judging Jesus's actions. We are the ones that are questioning his authority, where he puts us in this place in our lives. What do we do? We, We question everything about it. We say things like, I don't even know why I'm here. Well, the answer is because God put you there. We say things like, I can't believe it ended up this way. Well, that's because God wanted it to end up this way. Or we say things like, I'm not even where I'm supposed to be. Yes, you are because God wants you there. And it's time we understand that. But you're going to question his authority. We're going to question his authority. Some of of you think that maybe you've gone too far uh, to reach God's love, like he's given up on you, but you haven't. Maybe you think because you cheated on your spouse or because you lie to your family or because you steal from your work or because you watch too much pornography or because you are an untrustworthy person in your mind. Maybe you gossip too much. Maybe you assassinate other people's character. So now you have the audacity to think that you can speak for God, that you have decided that you are too far for God to reach out to you, that you are too far gone to turn back around, and you question his authority. And you're not the only one, by the way. Go ahead and and type something in your Facebook account, something like, I don't know, like God planned the coronavirus. And watch what happens you're gonna be inundated with comments you're gonna be inundated with so much hate with so from so many people from so many places that are there to judge you based on that that one statement they're gonna criticize you they're gonna be there to explain to you why you're dead wrong and they are so right because that is in our human nature and we fall into this now I'm not saying that God made the coronavirus That's not what I'm saying. But what scripture says is that God causes everything, not some things, not most things, everything. Scripture says that God causes everything to work together for the good of those who love God. All things. That's not me. That's Romans 8.28. It's not me. Ephesians 2.10 says that we are God's handiwork set apart to do good works that he has laid out in advance for us. If the works that we're doing are laid out in advance for us, if God uses everything for the good who of those who love him, that's scripture. So the question that I just posed was, did God make the coronavirus? I don't know. If I had to guess, I'd say man did either on purpose or by accident, but I don't know. But, does God want me to spend more time with my family? Does He want me to give more time to study His word? Did He want my wife and I to get our children out of the public school system and homeschool them in order to prove that we can actually do it, that we have the skills and the time to do it? Yes, yes, and yes. Did I have to telework for all that to happen? I believe it wouldn't have happened any other way. I wouldn't have reconnected with family and friends that I haven't seen in so long over Zoom or FaceTime any other way. I wouldn't have grown in this appreciation for the greatness of life and the freedoms that we have in our nation any other way. Now, did he have to take away the gym memberships and and the barbershop to do that? I don't know. I guess so. But I'm not questioning His authority, and I'm not going to question His authority. Stop questioning Jesus' authority and let God be God. Let His Word tell us, and let's not make it up on our own, because we would be acting just like the Pharisees, just like these hypocrites in the passage that we just read that are questioning His authority. Thinking that we know better than the plan that God has laid out in front of us, right now. The great thing about Jesus' teaching, especially in this passage, is that how he reacts to conflict. And he doesn't shy away from it. No, no, but that doesn't, but it doesn't let it consume him. He does not let the conflict consume him. He doesn't let it throw him off course. No matter what anyone says, no matter what happens to him, his ministry continues. Even when his friends turn against him, even when his friends change the message or don't understand the intent of the message, he puts them on track right away and he continues. He continues and he has faith because he knows what he's doing is right. Let us and the people that enter our lives with conflict and strife Let them not throw us off course. Let us keep our eyes on God's vision for us and let us not be those stumbling blocks, those scandilians that cause other people to stumble by injecting our two cents in and questioning God's will for us. Jesus knows he's right. He knows he's the son of man. He knows who he is. And that his intentions are good and just. We too know who Jesus is. And if you listen to the scripture that I just quoted earlier, you would know that he has a plan for us in our lives. And we can't let nonsense, conflict, consume us either. We can't waste our energy on those who deal in nonsense and frivolousness. Too many of us waste precious time that we could be using for good to better our lives to better educate ourselves to make our families stronger a whole myriad of things that we could be doing better but instead we're spending time worried about things that other people are saying about us or worried about what other people are saying in general questioning Jesus's authority in our lives questioning whether or not we are good enough questioning whether we're supposed to be here questioning if he even exists at times because we reach or or uh, have certain challenges or obstacles in our life as christian americans we should know the truth and we should be prepared to defend it remember Jesus is ultimately in charge he is in control he has the authorities the elders and the priests in this passage do not speak from a position of authority because they are either ignorant of the truth or fearful of voicing the truth or their beliefs or both you see it in their deliberation either reveal the truth and admit error if they believe john's baptism to be god-given or be fearful of the crowd who may turn against them if they voice that their belief in John's baptism was not from God. Either way, they lack authority, and Jesus has it. So another point to this lesson is that if you're unable to voice your belief for fear of the crowd, for fear of other people, then you are made the fool. Your authority is non-existent. There are numerous times throughout scripture that Jesus says or does something that scares off the crowd or that others don't agree with, but he speaks the truth anyway. He speaks with the authority that he has been granted and he doesn't compromise himself in the process. So when we speak, when you speak, let it not be of nonsense or malice, but speak with the authority. Of the royal priesthood of which you are a part of in Christ Jesus don't be those hypocrites do not inject yourself into the position of the authority over your life over this life that you do not have don't question Jesus authority because you're gonna fall into the same trap that these hypocrites fall into because you just aren't God. You don't have that power. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, we want to remind you, you want to be a part of the Christian American community. Continue to follow us on all the social media platforms. Continue to like us, share us, tweet us, retweet us, direct message us. We receive videos. We receive comments. We receive a whole bunch of stuff from a whole bunch of people. We appreciate it all. We look through it all. That's what growing the Christian American community is all about. We can't know everything, we can't be everywhere, we can't see everything, but we try to provide you guys with good Christian American content, things that matter in your life, things that matter in our faith, things that matter in the communities that surround us, the lives that we live and the people that we interact, both the good, the bad, and the ugly, we want you to see it so you can be aware of it. We want to educate you, we want to inspire you, we want to inform you so that you can get out there and do the good works that Christ has laid out in advance for you, that he's put you in this position. He has the authority in your life and he can lead you should you let him, should you stop fighting him and follow him. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to continue to be a part of the Christian American uh, dialogue, again, like us, share us, tweet us, comment, all the things on social media, uh, engagement tools and social media, we encourage you to do so. That way we, we build a more in, an informed and engaged Christian American community. We ask for participation. We never ask for donation. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, until next week, you guys stay on fire for Christ. Keep doing those good works. Stop questioning Jesus' authority. Good morning, Christian America.